Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Whatnots Review Show, our weekly book club style podcast here at the Whatnots, where we cover all sorts of different genres and mediums. It could be comic books or movies, TV shows. Today, my very first K-drama is what (laughs) what we're going to be covering. Uh, This week, we are talking about Love Alarm, uh, which is a Netflix original. Uh, It is Valentine's Day, so if you are out there, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, Hope you get to spend this with your loved ones and have a lot lot of good, fun times eating chocolate and cuddling, watching TV shows or doing who knows what else. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff that you guys can find on our p- podcast, <laughs> so there's bound to be something for everyone. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Yes, hello. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day t- t- to you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. How has your weekend been so how far? It's been nice. I've just been cleaning and organizing my apartment we talked on the captain's log about how i got a new couch but i'm not able to get rid of my old couch yet so i've had to awkwardly restructure my entire living room to fit two couches in it (laughs) (laughs) so i'm trying to minimize every single other item so that my i don't my life becomes as simple as possible like anything that wasn't in a decorative basket Get it in a decorative basket because the fact that I have two couches in my view already makes my mind feel so cluttered. Wonderful. My weekend uh, has been interesting. I'm I'm not a sports fan, really. Like I grew up watching and playing them. I like Mm -hmm. them, but I don't follow them. Mm -hmm. Um, And something interesting started up this weekend. It's the fan controlled football league. It's arena football, so it's like indoors and it's smaller, right? The, the yeah. field is smaller. It's seven on seven, uh, which I think oh, the so this normal is, football is like 11 or 12 people. Is this international football, not American football? It is American football. Okay, uh, so egg ball, not round ball. Egg ball, yeah. It's American egg ball. Egg ball. <laughs> That's what um, we should just call it to differentiate. There's football and then there's egg ball. Right, yeah. Uh, but it's seven on seven, which is smaller teams. It's mm. uh, two 20 minute ha- ha- halves. And then the fans, the v- the v- viewers can vote live for what offensive plays they run. Huh. And the ones that get the most vote or the, the one that wins the majority uh, is the play that they run. Uh, and I only really know about this because kind of funny. One of the mm. uh, like podcasting companies that I—that's a weird thing to, to, to dis- describe them as—but they make a, a bunch of yeah. podcasts and video game c- content. They actually own one of the teams. Ooh, what's and it called? So, uh, the Wild a- 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 Aces. Mm. Um, and. So they got to live stream that on their Twitch and they're commentating and being like, "Okay, vote for this one. Do do this thing and that. And it was actually a lot of fun. Cool. So, yeah, that's what I got to do yesterday and all of that stuff. Uh, Did I say what number this 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 one was? Oh, isn't it like number? What is it? One forty four, one forty five, one forty four. Yeah. Okay. A nice uh, perfect square. Yeah. I 
can't do math. My uh, little it's, art it's, kid. I forget b- if it's b- a perfect b- 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 square. Brain. Can't do math, but yeah, it's twelve. <laughs> it's times yeah, it's it's one of those special uh, you know elite classes of numbers that mean something. It's like the one thing that I remember from yeah. math is like twelve times twelve, one hundred forty-four. <laughs> Did it? I graduated college. <laughs> it's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Melissa. Yes. Today we are talking about the K drama Love Alarm. Yes. And oh, boy, we opened up a can of worms today with this well, one. This is both less intense than i thought it would be and way more intense in other regards this is not at all what i expected from from (laughs) this show melissa i don't think i have ever been on such a roller coaster ride with this show (laughs) i think the only other one was uh the love witch which we did for yes yeah halloween and that was a roller coaster in the sense that this is all just ridiculous it's great Mm. but it's ridiculous yeah it's Um, a very kind of campy heightened stylistic movie right and when i think of k-dramas in my mind i almost kind of think of that kind of stuff it's a little bit cheesy and campy but mm. it, you know it has that romantic stuff it's maybe filmed more like a soap o- opera mm-hmm. where the production value might not be the greatest mm-hmm. right um but then again i don't really know exactly yeah. that's just my preconceived notion and that's kind of what i wanted to do this week is like i wanted to get out of my comfort zone try something new i had been wanting to pitch some k mm-hmm. dramas on the show you might see one more pop up down down the road who knows um but yeah we ended up on love alarm why did you pick this one <laughs> Melissa? you pitched me th- uh i think it was two k dramas and like a, a japanese manga series manga, yeah. mm-hmm. and i picked this one because I thought that it wasn't about teens. And then I was so upset when I turned it on. It's like, no, all teens. Because there's <laughs> a limit to like how much high school content I want to ingest as a 30-year-old adult. Like I want to see another 30-year-old. So, yeah. so that's what I was hoping to get out of this series. But I ended up not minding it. This is a different feel than a lot of other like teen romance dramas I've encountered. Yeah, there is um, like I, I I did not know this was set in high school or like mainly set in. High yeah, school. we do get like a four year time jump at one. Yeah, point. there's a flash forward um, for the last. But this this show is a weird time structure. It really does. Um, but yeah, like I I I was kind of expecting uh like. Maybe more college age, like young professional. Yeah. Ish. Uh, but yeah, the first, like the the majority of season one takes place in high school. Mm. Uh, and I, I, I feel like most of the actors look like they are in high school. Uh, they're, they're, they're actually older in real life. I think the main actress, she's actually 21. Um, yeah, 
I think that's fine because there is a like we said, there is a four year time jump. So I understand if they cast actors who are playing like who are 22, yeah, that, like, but like can look like they're 18 also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you were hoping for not high school and this sounded like not high school is what I got. Right, especially because it's about a, an app. It's about like a dating app. So I thought that would be, you know, college and you know, mid-20s maybe characters. Yeah. But no, no, high schoolers. That makes sense indeed. Um, yeah, I, I, I really had no real reason for p- putting this one on, mm. on, on the stuff that I pitched, I just went through Netflix and searched for all their K-dramas and yeah. stuff like that and saw which ones uh, had an amount that's like, oh, we could do that in one week. And this is yeah. one of the ones <laughs> I found. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I was not expecting what we got. I was expecting yeah. it to be a little more cheesy. Like I, I said, a little bit more ro- – well, I, I – don't want to say, say it like this didn't have romance and stuff, but I was expecting it to focus more on romance, if that makes sense. Yeah, this was, this was actually pretty uh, well it, in, in the romance department specifically. It's pretty PG. It uh, is, which was something that surprised me. I think I was expecting more of like a teen soap opera that is that has more drama to it. Like, not that this isn't dramatic, but you know, and there drama, is some of it in there. Fights, betrayals, you know, secrets, things like that. And we do have elements of it, but it's all fairly understated. And you're right, the romance is like mild kissing and some hand holding. There's no sexual content wow, in this at how all. How kinky there, of them, right? <laughs> right. There's no double entendres. There's not even a sexual metaphor. It's like sex does not exist in this world. It is all mild kissing and hand holding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting, indeed. Um, oh, man. But yeah, we opened up a can of worms with I, this show, I, Melissa. <laughs> I. Let's put it this way, without g- 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 getting into spoilers yet, mm-hmm. I was furious at the first three <laughs> episodes. I hated them. I and and not and not because I thought the show was bad. Yeah, there's just something they're doing in the show that I was just like, this isn't romance. This is abusive as hell. Like, oh. let's n- n- no, don't do this. And then by the end of episode five, <laughs> the show just t- takes a complete other turn mm. and and is, is, is like they they discover a mass grave. I guess that's minor spoilers, <laughs> but like <laughs> what is going on in this show? I yeah, this. Sh- oh, my God. The sh- <laughs> show does. OK, so we've got this central. Uh, like we said, fairly PG, fairly, except for that, fairly run-of-the-mill, like, teen romance story. Love triangle, which yeah. boy does she like? That's kind of it. But in terms of the characters' backstories and what we see happening around them in the flash-forward scenes, it does take these wild departures that I was not Absolutely. expecting. Absolutely. And to have yeah. a core story that is so simple and understated but then you've got these very intense gruesome things just hanging out on the fringes of the story right 
not what I was expecting. It's, I think it's at, a very odd of, combo of elements going on in this yeah, narrative. It really is. And I, I think at the end of the day, I enjoyed it for the ride. Mm. Um, it's not I, I don't need to continue on with season two. Uh, you know, this is not for me. This is, you know, mm. all that stuff. But I, th I think, yeah, for just the the craziness of the ride that is this show, I think I en enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, again, I'm just I'm not a r romance rom com. Yeah. And oh, well, but yeah, yeah, it was not the romance was not especially riveting. I'll say that the two love interests are fairly similar to where it's like I, I'm not really invested in which one she picks because I don't see how her life would be very different with either guy <laughs> I can I will <laughs> tell you that right now um but yeah so let's let, let's let's do a little bit of a synopsis uh yeah. to to break it down for people who uh haven't seen it yet and might be interested mm. so this takes place in, in around modern day times um, yeah, there is a new app that you can download on your phone um, and it is called Love Alarm. And if you download this app, it's not a like chat or messaging app. No. It's not really a dating app. No. However, yeah. you can sync up your heart, which they don't really mention how you do that. But you yeah. sync up your your heart and then if you have the app turned on if someone within a 10 meter radius of you um or maybe your phone they never really explored that oh um, yeah <laughs> uh it's someone within a 10 meter radius if they have romantic feelings towards you you'll get a notification on 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 you on your app and it'll be like hey someone likes you <laughs> mm -hmm. um and so it sweeps korea it just it, like it's it's the new hit hit mm. app uh i'm sure it has gone global uh in in the story but they don't really talk about that much but it it yeah. is like the new thing. So everyone is downloading it. Uh, it's changing the way people live and how they love and how they date and st and stuff like that. And it's a bit of a speculative fiction in that sense. They they do speculate on some things. Um, yeah. Like you said, a lot of that is kind of on the fringes. Uh, but every now and then, some of that kind of breaks into, into the main story. Uh, but it revolves around a love tr triangle. Uh, the main actress, uh, she is uh, kind of trying to decide between these two guys. She, at the start, really only has eyes for one of them and doesn't really know the other mm -hmm. one all that yeah. much. Um, but they both like her and they're both kind of competing for, for her affection in their own ways. Uh, so it's typical in that sense but i was also very impressed on just how complicated they made it outside of that love triangle just like the characters backstories the, yeah. the two love in in interest relationship outside outside of like school mm. and stuff the best 
parent of the main actress and her in her interests in all of this it, it actually does a really good job of being like hey we're not just focusing on this love triangle yeah it was the characters like home lives and their family relationships that i found much more interesting than the oh, romances yeah. yeah absolutely um but yeah it starts out in high school uh, and then we eventually get a like a four-year time jump uh down down the road they're all they've all graduated uh at least high school uh it looks yeah. like most of them are in the professional like working space rather than college um but uh yeah there's the there's just there's still things going on with this app there are starting to be people that don't like this app and are like mm. hey this is not a good thing like the way that it's changing the way people think about love and romance it's not not great uh so there's there starts to be some tension uh mm. and stuff with that and once we get to that time jump they start teasing love alarm 2 They're yeah like, oh, what's going to be the new features on this app and so yeah it's it's a uh, part romance part mystery part <laughs> thriller part drama like it, yeah. They're just, yeah they're just, it's it's an interesting mix yeah i think there's one joke uh in the entire season maybe it's yeah. a valuable joke though yeah <laughs> good stuff indeed did i miss stuff that you want to add to that no synopsis? i think that's a pretty uh comprehensive synopsis yeah and i think we've uh kind of outlined the tone of the sure, show yeah. and how odd it, <laughs> it is absolutely absolutely i do want to uh, say that the production values are pretty high oh yes like yeah. this is a show i really enjoyed all of the performances the show looks good like in terms of like the costuming the hair the sets the way everything is shot the places they go to everything looks wonderful mm -hmm. my biggest gripe with the show is that i think it is like six music tracks that it loops over and over again for the entire season you hear pretty the same much. song in every episode pretty much um <laughs> let's see i think this is yeah i think this is studio dragon that made hmm. helped do this one i've seen a couple other shows mostly their crime stuff but yeah their production is usually top notch yeah uh, it looks like hidden sequence also made this the production company i don't really know them i'm not super familiar with korean sh sh shows mm -hmm. but i do like korean crime shows go watch bad guys vile city it's great <laughs> go watch stranger i think the korean name is like like something forest or something hmm. i i don't know it's weird uh but but yeah great great shows um but yeah let's let's get into housekeeping and we'll get into spoilers and start dissecting mm -hmm. this show uh, if you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, which is thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, we have a $1 tier where you guys can, can get all of our shows early we have a three dollar tier uh where you guys can get exclusive content from all of our shows we recently 
put up a 2021 video game fantasy draft, uh, which we will be checking in on throughout the year as we bid on more games that are coming out. Uh, so that should be fun. We have a $5 tier, which gets you a shout out here on the show. So thank you, Sam, for helping us out. We Thanks, appreciate Sam. it. We love you a lot. It means a ton. So thank you. And I hope you're ha having a wonderful Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Sam. Yeah, indeed. Um, we do not live stream this on Twitch, uh, but you guys can f follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.com. TV slash the whatnots. Uh, we are on there every Wednesday night playing some video games. Uh, and we are, we usually live stream the captain's log each Friday night at 9 30 PM Eastern time. Uh, so be sure to check that stuff out. If you want to subscribe, I believe a tier one subscription is about $4.99. However, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. You just have to link your accounts and you have one free subscription to, to give to whoever you like. And we would love that to be us here at the Whatnots because you don't have mm -hmm. to pay extra and it's free money for, for us. And we would love that. We need the support. Uh, so that would be wonderful. Um, what else? What else in housekeeping? I think that is almost it. I will say if you guys have nice things to say about the show, go leave a kind review. That would help us out a ton. Um, we're small time creators here, so that helps get our show in front of other people. Yeah, I think that's about it mm -hmm. now. So it's all right with you, Melissa. I say we get into spoilers. Bam, there we go. Cool. <laughs> Where to begin? In spoilers. <sighs> Melissa, I was furious. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, what, what is your episodes. biggest gripe? My biggest gripe is that in the love triangle, there's the yeah. girl and the two guys. The two guys, mm. uh, there's like the rich one and then the one mm. who's like poor, right? Um He's, he's not it, poor because he his but, <laughs> his family works for the rich. Family. Yeah, and they've got like a little apartment space within that within mansion, the, the and they house. seem yeah. like they're friends. You know, like the two yep. boys are definitely like best friends, lifelong friends. Same age, seems, yeah. Yeah, and it seems like um, the rich parents treat the the mom who's working for them well enough. They don't make a point yeah. of that, so it seems like it's an agreeable relationship that they have. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The rich kid uh he had been away in the united states and he finally mm. comes back to korea um and just immediately like i i expected him to be like oh he's the rich snob like i'm not supposed to yeah. li li like him but maybe by the end of the show they'll be like oh well actually he's a nice guy i didn't feel that at all i hated his character <laughs> um he he is abusive uh, he is manipulative and not like not in a like, well, you're abusive in like a villainous way. It's like mm -hmm. like the, the, the things that this show was trying to pass off as romance for the majority of the show are major and should be major red flags for mm -hmm. for everyone. Um, and it was just like. Ha and there's there's no discussion of of like hey what this guy is doing is bad it's just like 
no, like this is the romance and she likes him, but you know, maybe this other guy too. And it's just like, <laughs> like he, like he's, he's like the, 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 the first thing that I was like, uh, okay, he's kind of a dick, but you know, mm. maybe by the end of the show was when he got there, he was telling his best friend. So the, the rich guy's name is, uh, son, son O. o. Son O. Uh, mm. And then Hey Young is the hey Young. Uh, 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 other guy. Um, and he was telling Hey Young, he was like, hey, you didn't pick me up from the airport. You knew I was going to be here. Like, why weren't you here? And he was like, oh, I had to work. And he was like, well, you should quit that j- j- job <laughs> now. And it's first I'm like, okay, you're kind of a dick. Uh, but that was it, you know, and I was like, okay, that's fine. But it's still like, huh? All right. Yeah. And, and it's then, like, he's been thinking that his friend just took the job to fill time while he was like at boarding school in America. And he's like, well, now I'm back and we can spend that time hanging out with each other. So, right. yeah. Right. It, it's, it's like the, like, I'm the important one mm. here, there. Right. Um, and, and then once he does get in the like romantic relationship with the main actress uh, whose character's name is Kim Jojo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like there's the this scene that really got me is they are, I think, walking home from school or something uh, and they see a like a, uh, an advertisement for some K-pop group. And there's this gaggle of girls that show up and they're just like, oh, my God, it's this guy. It's Mark Smith. Oh, my God. And they're taking selfies and stuff. And then seemingly jokingly at first, he covers her eyes and he's like, I don't want you to look. And she's like, she's still flirting and joking and stuff like that. Like, what do you mean? Like, I can look, you know, it's just a boy band. Yeah. And then. As they continue walking, she mentions she mentions something about his friend, which is when they stop and he's like, "I don't want you looking at boy baby bands or talking about my friends," and then immediately pulls her her in for a hug. Like it's 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 okay. Like I'm I'm gonna be the the only one that you need. That's a huge red flag. <laughs> um, your partners should not be limiting who your social circles are. Mm. Um, it's it's fine, I guess, to talk about it and be like, "Hey, there's this guy. I don't. I would prefer you not to like see him in this aspect and like have those yeah conversations, but mm. just have." It be a one-sided like I forbid you is like, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> yeah, and um, like he doesn't say any of this very intensely. This actor's performance is like this sort of cool, it, it's detached, sternly. aloof thing, and that's kind of the tone he carries throughout the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, like it, it, it it's still, it's still stern. You can kind of tell that he's used to getting what he wants, but that was like the the big scene that I was mm. I was just I was so mad at. But <laughs> I, I I was also like that anger was building up from 
when we first see Hey Young follow uh, Jojo home that one night. It was a little strange of like, okay, why are you following her home? Oh uh, yeah. But then, but then there, there's, there's that the the scene where, uh, what's what's his name again? The Suno is then following Hey Young follow Jojo home. So the whole thing is just strange. But then when he notices her on the bus she notices sun O in the car and he just has this moment that i like i immediately felt like he's now gonna go after her in spite of of like why aren't you hanging out with me like why is my best friend not hanging out with me oh it's you okay i'm i'm gonna steal him for steal her from 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 you and that's kind of how i read that whole whole thing i'm not sure it's how did you feel I think he is curious about her. Like, who is this girl? Why is he following after her? You know, and they work at the same. She works at that same barbecue restaurant where Hey Young has this part-time job. Right. And he, I think Sano suspects that's why he's sticking around there. He likes this other girl works there. And I think as he tries to learn more about her, he does develop a crush on her. I will say one thing I appreciated is that Sun O's attitude is we're not going to fight over her. I've developed a crush on her. I can see you have a crush on her too. It's her choice. She's going to decide which one of us she likes, you know, and there's no, there's tension, but there's not animosity between the two of them. And I liked that most of the time they did not see the other person as a rival. And when Hei Young realizes uh, her and Sano like each other, they seem like they could be a couple. He kind fully steps off. away. Yeah. yeah. He like deletes the app off his phone. He's like, he still likes her, but he's like, I can't do anything about this out of love for my best friend. I wouldn't do that to him. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 there were, it did bother like there were things about the story that bothered me. You mentioned the limited social circles, which I think is a problem across the whole narrative. Like everybody seems like they only have one friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, so Jojo has we see her like at the beginning of the show with two girls, like and when they're at the ice rink, which is like the second scene in the entire series. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls uh, her name is Ji Yeon, which I remember because it's the name of uh, the baby from Lost. So it yep. stuck out in my head. She like disappears. Seems like she's just a very peripheral character. Her best friend Jang Go uh, ends up getting in a big fight with her because she has a crush on this boy who uh, Jojo has been like vaguely dating in that like, At the start of you the know, 16 show, yeah. year old kind of way. Like, oh, we like each other and uh, we go out for, we go out to the cafe sometimes, like stuff we like sat that. next to each other at lunch at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like after they have a falling out over that, it seems like uh, Jojo has not a single other, per- like nobody stops yeah. to talk with her. Like all of her friendships disappear. And you look at Hai Young and Sung Oh and it's like they are also each other's only friend. And like nobody gets more friends as the show goes on. Like you like it's about developing these romantic attachments, but nobody develops a platonic attachment. Like I was a little distressed at how small the friendship circles were in this story and that there weren't any tales of a friend being there when you needed somebody. It was always a love interest. Right. Yeah. 
which I mean, it's it's okay if you don't have very many. F- yeah, yeah, of friends. course. And I think it's it's fine for stories to kind of narrow it down and focus mm-hmm. on stuff like that. But yeah, like that, I I noticed that t- too. And once they did have that uh, falling out with uh, b- between JoJo and J- J- what was her name? Jung Go. Uh, Jang Go. Jang Go. Um, they like she kind of disappears from the sto- sto- story and is just yeah, not the, there. Yeah, her anymore. and the boy she likes, his name is Ill Sick, and there's a plot point where he does not like her back, and he's like, oh, uh, we're friends with each other. I like hanging out with you, but like, I do not have a crush on you. Like, <laughs> please don't act like we could be a thing. We're not going to be a thing. Those two characters are not in the flash forwards at all. I don't know what happens to them. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, so there's that weird thing where I felt Sano was starting to like Jojo out of spite. Mm-hmm. Then, the, yeah, there's just like the way he he he's so selfish about like, I'm the most imp- imp- important. You need to hang out with me. Uh, you know, don't look at uh, 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 mm. uh, other guys. Don't hang out with them. Don't talk about them. Right? It's just like it's it's not 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 good. Yeah. And but but th- like it's one thing to have that in there and then talk mm. about, about about it. Or yeah. Have that that or like a friend that is like, like hey, if- what he said was not good. Right? To yeah. have like have that discussion. Or like break down into like a talk of I feel self-conscious about, you know, like he's a model. We talk about this, too. He's not just a very handsome boy. He is literally a magazine model magazine. Yeah. So if like if if they made it a plot point about how he's been so pressured to look good his whole life, that that's something he feels self-conscious about, that like other handsome boys make him feel like they are. A, a threat that they could steal this girl right. he likes yeah that, like that talk about help but yeah they don't and it, it's just it 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 left me with this like very uncomfortable feeling because <laughs> then like they do all of this stuff with the romantic music playing and like the the like the, the after a, a, effects of like oh it's, I, it's I think i was more distracted and... because i was like it's that song again come up with another <laughs> song right yeah the music bugs me uh, so much i also want to say that the scene you're talking about really does not come back like we said that he's like oh i'd like if you know i'm the guy in your life but you're like there's no other options like the like the there's high young who's around because like he is still you know uh, sano's best friend like they will see each other at some points and like ill sick kind of leaves the picture like there's no other boy around that like could be the option yeah. where he's like don't talk to him and like that thing where they're talking about where like they walk past the girls fawning over this pop star on the poster and i'm like oh is this good uh, like a plot point coming up like are they gonna go to a concert no no that's no. not anything like <laughs> not at all uh, yeah, like anything that that plot line would have been is just dropped. So I think I didn't think about it anymore after that scene. So I'll 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 cool it on on the abusiveness <laughs> of Sano, but I I was I, just yeah, just like oh god, I I I hope people aren't watching this thinking like this is how romance should be because it absolutely not. This whole thing felt 
all the actors are giving these really great, like down to earth, understated performances that I really appreciated. Yeah. And I they're, liked they're all good. The, that realistic portrayal, but everything else felt like so far out of reality. Like <laughs> this is like a cartoon, a fairy tale, a parable of some kind in every so other aspect into, of like, the performances. Let's get into more of like how crazy this show is. So, so it took me several episodes to figure out how Love Alarm worked because I realized okay. they never show you. This isn't like a swipe right on this person's profile. This isn't like you make a list of people you like and then their phone mm -hmm. buzzes whenever you walk near them. It really seems like this phone reads you and just if it knows that you like somebody without you having to tell it that you like somebody, right. yeah. it makes their phone go off and they never explained it. <laughs> like I, I kind of bought into it by the end. Like, OK, this is beyond speculative fiction. It's almost like a magic realism thing because it's right. yeah. so outside of the realm of anything technology could do. Like it, it, I was so bugged by it for several episodes, and then I'm like, I don't, th I don't think it's important. It's, like, just, it's, like just pretend that you get it. Point of the show, yeah. It's just like, yeah. What if this thing happened and right, it it works like that. It's like okay, which now that it works like that, here's the the show, you know. Yeah, which I think I do prefer over it being more of like a Black Mirror sort of like sinister like thing that is closer to like technology that we have again yeah it is so far outside of the realm of reality i feel like that made it i i don't know like an easier story to take where you're not thinking about what you would do in this scenario how this would affect you because you're like this is impossible <laughs> like this yeah. can't happen i'm never gonna run into anything like love alarm my entire life who knows man who knows but so it, the, the show just has so many aspects about it that are just crazy and and, and uh, just like in 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 entertaining way, like ways, things that I did not yeah. expect. Right. Like in the midst of this r romance love triangle, the main act uh, has this like mysterious backstory of like she's an orphan something happened we don't know like we're getting these small flash backs to when she was a child and she's crying walking down this the, the the street and we don't know and then yeah it turns out that they're like her family tried to commit like familial suicide yes just, like let's just kill the whole family and right and, and what in the this world? is like, huge. Like, like, this is the wildest backstory for the character to have. This is what this was yeah. the most compelling thing about the series for me. I burned through the first couple episodes very quickly because we're getting her backstory in these little slivers. And like, I need to have the full picture on this. Right. What is it? Like you like I, at first, it seems like she's been lying to her friends and she's like, oh, I my parents live back on this island. They sent me here to Seoul to like live with my aunt so that I could go to the school or something like that. Because one of our friends makes a reference to, oh, when we go to this island for a school trip, are we going to get to meet your parents? And she's like, mm, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and then we see her being like, I don't want to go on that trip. Uh, mm -hmm. And she's is, is making up these excuses. That yeah, like, yeah. These are I very have to go obviously to... excuses, but the teacher can't really say anything because it'd be yeah. weird to comment on those things. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, and like she tells her friends she's wild. going to like an academy, which I guess is maybe sort of an extracurricular study group, uh, something like, like that. Like they don't night really detail it. Or, or so, yeah. Or something. Yeah. And like one of her, I think Django like tries to go and find her there. And she's like, you're not enrolled in that school. What are you talking about? Because so her backstory is her parents were seemingly in so much debt that they're like, we are uh, taping up the windows. We're lighting a fire in the house. Not a fire to burn it down, but a fire for carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. And she wakes chemicals and stuff. in. Yeah. Yeah. And then she she's like seven years old. She wakes up. Her parents are already dead or completely unconscious. Uh, She like gets out of the house and she like runs to her grandma's house. And then she lives must be across town. Yeah. It seems like it was a ways away. Just like, geez, how did you get all the way over there? But, you know, yeah, she walked for a couple hours, got to grandma. And by then, of course, her parents, if they weren't already, would be completely dead. Yeah. And she lives with her grandma for a while. And then her grandma gets sick. And this is why she's lying to her friends, saying she's at a study group. She's not. She's going to visit her grandmother in this home. And she just doesn't want to tell them that that's her situation. So then she went to live with her aunt and it seems that her aunt inherited all, like this is the all mom's the sister. And we now have yeah. to pay all. for your school and the funerals and all in your car and just like, yeah, just yeah, like you and are like, a burden. Yeah. And they blame her. They're like, you drove your parents into debt. And they're like, why did you survive? <laughs> they're so awful, over the top, ridiculously fairy tale villain angry at her for being alive they're like we had to inherit our debt your debt and they mentioned like you've been paying us back for 11 years which i didn't quite get because it seemed like she like lived with the grandma for maybe she didn't live with the grandma for that long before then she went to live with the aunt in seoul but the aunt owns a a convenience store they have a little house attached to this convenience store where uh, uh where jojo works entirely to pay off debt to the aunt. And the aunt has like a little checkbook where she's writing all of the stuff down. She's like, you've been paying off your mother's debt to me for 11 years. And it's still and like, nowhere near. Right. And, yeah. she, and she has the second job at the barbecue restaurant, I think to pay for her grandma's uh, hospital fees. And it seems like the aunt has to pay for some of that too, because maybe the, the grandma and it's not like her mom. I think this must be the dad's mom. Because her aunt is like, I'm paying this money for a woman that's not even related to me. This is your fault. Like the aunt yeah. has to pay for the grandma, too, because nobody else can. Jojo is also paying her and she's got the second job to supplement paying her. And like she's got these three envelopes that's like payment to aunt, payment for grandma and like saving for school. And she's always shuffling the money around. It's <laughs> and like it's when harsh. she got there. Like, apparently, like, the family, like, her aunt's family also, like, practically went into bankruptcy, inheriting this debt from the the mother who committed suicide. And, like, the dad of that family left. Like, uh, her cousin, Gul Mi, mentions, like, you put my mom into bankruptcy. You made my dad leave. We've been sharing this, like, bunk bed ever since we were kids. And now we're teenagers. And we're so mad at each other. And we're cramped into this little space. And I've, like, you've been, like, her family sees her as a mooch for being alive. Like, she's spending, like, all of her time working for them to pay off this debt that they blame on her. And they're like, you're still such a mooch off of us. Look at you living here. (laughs) <laughs> eating yeah. our food 
Right. Yeah. And it like it's it's like a classic like Cinderella uh, like scenario where they're mm-hmm. making her do all of this work. Yeah. And, and it's just like you're not good enough. You don't deserve this stuff. Meanwhile, her cousin, like you mentioned, is like the stuck up popular girl like i'm gonna make the rich kid like me and i'm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna do this and i'm gonna do you know i'm I'm gonna be the next big k-pop star and i'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do x y and z you know and she just never gets any of that stuff like she's never good enough to fulfill any of those things and she but hates she- it and she blames it on her cousin of just like again this is your fault yeah, Gulmi is fascinating to me because she is uh, this character archetype that is familiar to you. But like if this, like you said, a stuck up popular girl. But normally that character archetype comes tied to some level of like wealth or privilege or something. Gulmi is from like this full working class family. She has to work at the convenience store, too. You know, and yeah. like she's she goes to this um like sort of K-pop like training school where like she does dance practices and dance, all of yeah. that. And you see her like she really puts the effort in goal. Me <laughs> does work works hard. very hard. And the sense of entitlement that she had is not, is not based off any sort of class or anything like that. It's based off the fact that she feels like the world owes her for all the misfortune of like her family losing money, her dad leaving. And like, she feels like she's owed because she does work hard, which yeah. is true. I, she's really interesting and in that I, I, I like I do feel some sympathy for her like she does seem like like she's going about it in all the wrong ways but I feel like she does need some small win in her life somewhere and I want to yeah. see her get to it through the right means and like get her head on straight I, and stop being terrible to Jojo for me cause she, she is abusive as well but it it, it like you also, I, th- I think, more clearly see where her character is going, and you yeah. know it's going to end in heartbreak, and she's yeah. just like she's going to ruin her la 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 life because of some of the things that she has already said and done, uh, and how that will affect her in the future. You know, it's just going to be like that's going to come back to bite her so right. bad, and it's just it's 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 just like ah. I actually kind of like her and I want her to like do right. But like figure this out. Like you, you can do this. You work so hard. Exactly. Um, I'm not rooting yeah. for her as she is, but I'm rooting for her to learn how to improve herself. I want to see her be yes. a better person. I don't want to see her like completely fall to shambles completely without some chance of like redemption. And the show ends and I could understand where this, this season just stops. It, it just There's stops. Not really an <laughs> None. And I can imagine that why it would stop uh, with like the love triangle where you don't know like who Jojo really loves. But I was really hoping to get to like a better conclusion or, or at least stopping point for Gull Me and like her storyline because she's uh, she's her eyes set on Sun O. Seemingly, she doesn't have any personal interest in him, just in that he's the rich one. He's the pretty, handsome Fame, model. He's the highest him, yeah. status man around. 
I feel like I deserve something like that. And if I'm attached to something like that, I can get out of the life I'm in now. So she has her sights set on him seemingly for practical reasons. And she's like, and, and her friends are teasing her. They're like, Golmi, who in the world do you think is good enough for you? And she's like, maybe the developer of Love Alarm, who is a boy at their school. This who, is the next crazy thing. I want to say this, show. this character. OK, so we talked about how all the other young people in the show are played by young people. Maybe they're like 22 playing 18. But, you know, they're they young adults. I yeah. don't know anything about this actor, but he looks like an adult and it was really distracting. Very much so. He looks like uh, just a, a short man <laughs> that they put in a schoolboy uniform. Nothing against him. I'm sure he's a great actor. Yeah, it's a good performance. Yes. It's just <laughs> this one character just stood out among the rest of 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 like this is it looks like classic like 36 year old man playing yes. a 16 year old right it's just like, right ah. yeah we'll just give him a bowl cut and he'll, that will make him look boyish um but yeah so i i i actually like his character a lot um yeah and he and in in high school he is the one that no one likes he's mm-hmm. kind of the geek uh j- just uh j- doesn't really have any friend doesn't even have one friend right like all, all the rest of them he's by him himself and for the first like four episodes the developer of love alarm is a mystery to everyone yeah. including you the the including you the viewer mm. so i kind of predicted it was yeah like they hint at it like early it's enough. not hard to figure yeah. out like <laughs> by the end of episode one you're like oh this guy that no one likes He's the one that made the, yes. the the app, but no one else knows that. Literally, no one in the world knows that he's the one that made this app. Here's the wild thing mm. to me: he's in high school when he makes mm. the, the, this app. This thing goes viral. It sweeps Korea, the the whole nation by storm. I'm like I said, I'm sure it goes global because mm-hmm. this whole thing is about how impactful this app is and how it's changing the way we live our lives and how we love and fall in and fall in love and stuff like that this kid should be a millionaire at least <laughs> they they make mention of movies based off of, of this of yeah uh, of official theme songs there's advertisements that are yes. playing this kid should be one of the richest people in korea within Two years, right? Yeah. None of it. He's, right, he's living the same life. Money. Yeah, like he's still got his, his dorky haircut and he's still going to school and then coming home. And like, we don't see any, we see like his room where he works and he's got all this computer equipment. We don't know yeah. his family like situation. Here. <laughs> yeah, we don't know his parents. We don't know like how he's getting any money. Maybe he is getting some, but it's like, yeah, and, and like a fund he can't access because maybe he is like still under the legal age to have that much money. I don't know. Right. We don't know anything about how this works, how he got here. What he's his sole goal with Love Alarm is that he wanted this to tell Gulmi that he likes her. He's mm-hmm. like he's got this huge crush on Gulmi, who then she thinks he's just trash. She's like, I don't want to see you. 
I, like, I hate disgusting. having you in my peripheral vision. She's yeah. so disgusted by him. Absolutely. But she keeps saying the only person that is high status enough for me, if it's not Sun-O, it's whoever developed the, Love Alarm. It's the developer of Love Alarm, yeah. But like he won't tell her that it's him. And like you spend the whole season wondering if he does tell her what, what is that going to change? Is she going to realize the error of her ways or is she going to stick to her guns? Like, no, I still think you're, gr- you're gross. Uh, I'll find the developer of the next most popular app and try and right. date yeah. him. Yeah. Romance that's, alarm. Uh, right. That's what I to- want. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted an answer to that situation much more than I wanted anything in the main love triangle. Yeah. Like this is, it's, I, like it's such a bad situation, but I I wanted the answer more. It was yeah. so strikingly rough that I found it a little more compelling. They they have like the whole thing is just wild that like mm. the, you would think the show would normally focus so much on that love triangle and focus like more intently on that, but mm. no, you get all these other side stories that are like these are fascinating. What is going on here? Yeah. Uh, no no you can keep going i did at some point i want to talk about sano's family though we'll get there next yeah Yeah. well i because yes sano's family and then more about sano and hey young because there there's some some stuff there too yeah um so uh with uh again what's 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 this guy's name it's like duck something yeah duck goo uh Dakgu, yeah, yep. Here it is. Um, Chaeyoung Dakgu, um, and so in in the midst of this love triangle happening, uh, Dakgu has kind of just recently gotten really badly rejected by Go Me, and he's kind of feeling sad and depressed and. Jojo notices and is nice enough to like take the time mm. to talk with him and sit down with him. And they yeah. actually have a nice conversation. Mm. And um he ends up without really saying it kind of being like, "Hey, I can see that your life and Sano's life aren't matching up mm. and you two are going to be going in different di- directions." So he gives her a link to this shield for yeah. love alarm which sh- sh- should be like there's only one of these in the world what do you mean by, by that where did you yeah. get, get this they don't question that it seems at all. like she can tell he's I they, the developer yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought it was like maybe she's on to it now and she'll figure it out but again they just don't adjust Right. It. It, like it seems that she knows but it does not officially say that she knows that because right. i kept wondering if she was going to throw that back into golmi's face when they're having an argument and golmi's trying to especially in the flash forwards where she steals jojo's money and she, <laughs> like buy her way into this elite love alarm club where she thinks she's going to meet the developer and like win his love that would be the time for jojo to be like well, you've already met him and you already turned him down. So now yeah. what are you going to do? But she doesn't do it. And I don't know if that's because. There, uh, there's also jo- one other detail that she could have said, which I guess they don't really know yet. But we'll we'll, we'll get there in, yeah. in, in, in a sec here. Yeah. But 
yeah, so she, she gets this shield that if she activates it, it will not, like, her love alarm can get rung so that she can know if there's people that like her, but no one can know if other people if she likes other people, right, it won't ring their alarm. And so she uses this to kind of break up with Sano mm. after they have a car accident on the island that where she grew so up on. Strange. Right after yes. having a panic attack and PTSD moment when there's a f- fire in the hotel. Yeah. Wild stuff. Wild. But the thing about this shield is that only the developer can unlock it, mm. right? And so she activates this shield. She breaks up with Sun O, has some trouble communicating with him when he's in the hospital, and that's when when she breaks up with him is like after he gets out, uh, which we don't see of like now why couldn't she get in contact with him? Why okay, couldn't she just so go visit him like, or like find him? I, so I don't know. That seems strange. They go but. on this school trip. He rents uh, like a moped from somewhere. We don't know where he's gotten this moped. They're out all night, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody's keeping good track of these kids. So, like, they, they drive around on a moped. They, they, like, a car almost hits them, and they swerve, and they like crash on the ground. And it's not that bad of a crash, right? It's not very graphic. It seems like something you could theoretically get up from. But like he's like unconscious on the ground. Her consciousness is failing. I thought they were maybe at- g- gonna kill him and like that be the 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 like the like impetus for the rest of the sh- show of just like there was the like the guy that got 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 got, got away because he died, right? And because like how that died. has affected her. And, and mm-hmm. but no, but, she just but her whole life. You know, ever since her parents died, her her aunt and her cousin have like blamed Jojo for this so strongly and shamed her for surviving that situation that she like just lets herself sort of fade away. Like she's on the verge of consciousness and she like lets herself pass out. It is this weird moment of like, I can't she's got it in her head that like she can't hold on to son. Oh, like she will drag him down the yeah. way she dragged down her parents. And it's vague exactly what she thinks is going to happen, but you can see how she got there. Uh, son. Oh, for all his problems, he is very patient with Jojo. He can tell there's something in her past, but doesn't really question her about it. Let's her share what she wants to share when she's ready. And, you know, he can tell that she's, she does not come from money or status like he does. And he puts no pressure on this. That does not play into him at all. You mm-hmm. know, like he's not really affected by the fact that this is just a girl who like works two jobs, you know, and, and doesn't have any of the same background that he does. But everybody else puts it on her like you can't date him. Yeah. <laughs> like he's dating yeah. you. Like they tell her like her her friends or family. They're like, he's dating you as a charity case. He sees you as something to pity he doesn't, but everybody's telling her this. Like, you can't be with Sun O. You're going to be with, you know, this hot, popular, rich boy in school. You, This thing right. who shouldn't be alive. So she's like, I have to dump him. I, I can't be with anybody. It's going to end in heartbreak because this is a girl who has no positive relations in her life except for her grandma. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. But, uh, yeah, so she she activates this 
yeah. shield that only the developer can unlock. Mm-hmm. And then one of the next details that we learn about Dagu is that he seemingly commits suicide. The developer <laughs> of this 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 app that is super popular that is still somehow getting updates, I would imagine, and stuff like that, disappears for like four years. No one knows where he is, and they're advertising Love Alarm Two. Huh? That's strange. <laughs> Who's developing Love Alarm Two if the original developer is dead? But then. So so I I, I that <laughs> that is the the one more detail of like if they had known that like he committed suicide right which we'll we'll, we'll get to that the, <gasps> the the thing there but but like if if they had known like she could have told her her cousin like you rejected the developer you hated him so much that he committed suicide like. Like you, you drove him to suicide yeah. because you're such a terrible person. Like this is what you like, and which uh, I guess that's up for debate. But like, uh, still, just just like wild stuff is happening. And then the last thing we learn about him, which again they don't state in like explicitly in season one, but you can tell. At the event that they are releasing Love Alarm 2, there's these like anti-Love Alarmers, these protesters, and there's one of them who seemingly like doesn't get out of the truck. Yes. He's hidden and he's speaking in this microphone. He's like, you guys will end the Love Alarm numbers game right now. It's it's uh, it's ruining people's lives and all that stuff. It never shows his face. It shows like the like the close up of his mouth. But it's Duck Goo's mouth. Like oh, that yeah. is that, that is him. That is that, absolutely exactly. him. Okay. So the going back to the suicide scene, he like sits, you see him like shut down his computer, you know, turn off all his technological stuff, and he sits on his window windowsill, and we don't see the view be below the windowsill. Like we don't know how high he is, we don't know what's down there. And we see him like jump, you know, like kind of like step, you know, the slide off of the windowsill. And then there's like a fade. And then the narration says, and then duck go just disappeared. So I'm like, was that, that metaphorical? I don't well, think he that's the thing. Literally no one died. Knew that he committed suicide, right? They don't know that he's the developer and they no. don't know that he committed. Well, they might know that he committed suicide, but no. again, they're not putting it together that he is the developer. I don't think they know that because first off, I don't even think that is what happens. Like it's so vague. We just see him slide off the windowsill very well. Could be suicide or could be like, again, metaphorical. He's like, I'm just going to jump into my yard. I'm going to leave the computer. I'm going to be free. I'm going to try and get out of my shell and, you know, be my own man. And to say that he disappeared, I feel like you would hear if somebody died. You know, if somebody just fell off the face of the, like, but again, know, they don't know he's the developer, so they could no, have. No, but heard here's that. the thing: they would know if just like a kid from their high school died, because right. this would be. They, they yeah, might this know seems that. Like it's, 
they would know that, oh, that kid who's not around, like news would be out if he had actually committed suicide. They would know that. It would be in a newspaper. You know, there would be some sort of an announcement at the school. So I think he can't have. That can't be literally what happened because somebody would know for sure he died versus I haven't seen him around. I guess he disappeared. No no one liked him. No one really cared about him. So they don't really have a reason to bring him up in conversation. To be like, remember that Duck Goo guy? Oh, he was great. Right? No, it was just like, eh. There'd be some, there would be some notice somewhere that he died. Like, if he died. I 100% agree with you there. And it could have happened. It, we, we just don't see it in the story. Yeah. And the fact that they also don't know he's the developer, they wouldn't have necessarily equated his suicide with the developer right, missing yeah, for yeah. any kind of significance so it that could be a plot point in season two we don't know um but yeah it's just the whole thing is just wild and then yeah I, yeah I, I i read that as he committed suicide oh my god and then mysteriously shows up four years later as like the voice of these anti-level armors of right yeah because when yeah part of this uh level arm 2.0 presentation is that you're going to meet the developer but he steps out and you never see his face it's all you're always seeing him from from the back or there's really dramatic shadow yeah yeah Yeah. and then you you see just like the jaw of whoever's in the van screaming about the level arm protest. And it's like, yeah, I agree with you that that's him. And whoever, Absolutely. you know, the developer is, is like a, a so figurehead or it's the, like, it's like John Brian Chio or something yeah, like that. Something. Yeah. Whoever that know, is, it's like a figurehead or a second in command. I wish we did get to see I'm wondering. just a little bit. Of the technical whole, behind the scenes of how Duck Goo made this app happen and like how he's running this business and who he's working with and like how many people know it's like a 17 year old boy that made this. You know, it would be even wild. What if the hmm. new developer is sick? Just like I was hired as his patsy. Right. Yeah. Like like worked his way up in the company or like something. I don't know. But um, another <laughs> another thing in this flash forward sequence is that people are obsessed with this Instagram account. That's this art series God. called The Ringing World by question mark. And it's all these sort of abstract metaphorical illustrations of how love alarm can make you feel isolated, you know, and how it can make you feel jealous or sad and alone. So and- wild. And it turns out it is Jojo who has never drawn a single thing in the show up to that point. And these are beautiful illustrations. This is another thing. I talked about how like there's no, the social circles are so small. You know, everybody seems like they have one friend. Yeah. We we know that Jojo like wants to go to college. She wants to like get out of the situation she's in, but we don't know what she wants to do do like we don't know what her goals are did she want to go to art school like we don't like there is talk of like going to college and what are you gonna do after this there's nobody has a specific goal outside of their love interests and like resolving an immediate family problem does Sano want to be a model his whole life what does anybody want 
out of their lives. There's so much that's like left out. There's, I think I, I liked these characters because the performances I think were all excellent. Yeah. All, all of them, like even characters where it's like, I shouldn't like you, but I do like you just because you're being portrayed. I, was so, so endearingly I'm so endeared to the actor that I did like I like you now but like if it was in the hands of other actors like I don't I think this thing would feel Characters like very empty flat. yeah 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 um yeah so that the the whole like second half of this season there is this mystery of like who is running this Instagram ac- account and it's signed with these two question marks right yeah. uh and and there there is a like a uh scene where hey young figures it out and he just has this like light bulb moment of like oh my, oh my god it's her god, and it's and it's like so many shots of his face and like looking at the napkin where she wrote her name and looking at the question marks like he, he spends <laughs> so much time turning. exactly we have to watch the gears turn for like two minutes when it's like no we got it we understand yeah uh so that yeah that whole thing is wild um, but you wanted to talk, 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 talk more about Sonno and his family. Yeah, Let's which is also fascinating. Like his dad is first off when he is first introduced, uh, we see that him and he young have like some sort of a connection. And it took me a long time to figure out what their relationship was. Where I'm like, are you two dating? He's got that yeah. sort of possessiveness over him like is that your boyfriend or like i had no idea i'm like is that your kid brother i don't know some gay subtext in there yes they they laid it on thick but again it's something they don't mention they don't talk about they don't like except for maybe in the flashbacks when they're kids but then it's one of those things of like well they're kids like you can kind of just chalk that up to kids being sweet Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, like there are flashbacks of them when they're like seven years old and like high young's like feeding him something yeah. and like, like taking care of him when he's you, sick you, and in bed. Your side and you won't have to worry about a thing. I'll yeah. eat every day with you. And like it's just like like that's romance. That right. That, that-, <laughs> that that is the most romantic relationship in the entire show. Mm-hmm. And and it, it, it is of like two like four or five year old children. <laughs> It's just like, what is going on? And and then yeah, but like in in modern day two, like they 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 hint at it. And there's the one scene in like episode one or two where they are in the same bed. Right. It is a twin size bed, and and then one of them like rolls over and puts their leg on top of the other. And I'm just it's like, oh okay, right. it's that that's, kind of relationship. That's what Which, I thought it was. I it, it, I was hoping so hard that that's what the show would turn into that yes. the main act is like look i i shouldn't even be here like you two are in love you right. and yes. like forget the app don't listen to the app listen to your hearts like this is what your heart is saying go make out get a room do something <laughs> like uh, and, you're and right you're right nothing Right. They are so, so close to each other. 
And I think that scene that you're talking about, like they, you know, Sano has just come back from being away in America for, we don't know how long, but probably like at they least They spend a the full night playing video year. games and yeah, eating junk they, like, food and they just asleep. fall asleep on the same bed. Yeah, they just yeah. fall asleep in uh, Young's bed, which is smaller. And yeah, I think it's just like them sort of like getting up in each other's space, like not romantically, but like here, yeah, I'm going to warm and I'm going to push you off the bed. Like it's... <laughs> It's part cuddling and part roughhousing. But, but is he what like doing. He d- doesn't push Sunno off the bed because he put his leg on top yeah, of yeah. him. Yeah, he puts it on top and then takes it off, and then someone else comes in the room and is like, "Hey, you should wake him up. Like, we have to get ready and stuff like that." And so because of that, he says, has his name and then pushes him off the bed. It's just like, <laughs> I, I don't understand what is happening here. And then there's the whole like yeah. subplot in there of, of like, hey, is hey young by because he runs into this other guy being beat up by these yeah. other ca- characters. And then like a day or two after that, uh, hey, young gets his love alarm and the only person that's in the vicinity is this guy that was beating up the other kid so he's like wait you have romantic feelings for me and he gets he gets pissed and he's he's basically like screw you dude you beat up that guy because he had like he he was yeah like don't be a hypocrite like fuck you man and he's like, you shouldn't have done that. Like, he really sticks up for this kid who's being beat up by these other guys for having a crush yeah. on the lead bully, which is one of the scenes that keyed me into, oh, it doesn't seem like you choose to, like, ring somebody's love alarm. Like, love alarm mm-hmm. just no. reads you. It's yeah. not a choice. It just happens. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And he's, like, super defensive of this kid. And he's like, look. If you're uncomfortable with yourself, you have to figure that out. Do not project that under others. Don't like, don't beat that kid up. Do you, if he has a crush on you, you have to like respect that and talk to him about it and like figure yourself out, you know, like really look into your heart, pal. Like he's trying. I like that. We did get these side scenes of just, just high young being a pretty good guy, which is something that the show needed, especially because I didn't. I never like in teen dramas where it seems like the default tone of the high school at large is that they're all like very mean people. <laughs> like there's <laughs> like I can understand that it's like you may have some people who are who are jerks, who are gossips, who are excluding other people. But when it's like, oh, literally zero people are talking to Duck Goo after that thing where like the photos of uh, Jojo and Sun O kissing get out there and like Django like leaves her as a friend. Nobody, nobody's talking to Jojo. Jojo's nice. There's not a single person who wants to sit down and like check in with her. I did not. Such I never liked that. Yeah. I, yeah. Like the high school's full of many. You can't act like the only nice people around are your protagonists i can't stand that so i'm happy we got little bits of high young just just being a good guy out there but like even the way he talked about it in that scene when he's like confronting that bully is it like because the bully then asked him he's like you're okay with this though that i like i have romantic feelings for you and he like the way he responds is this like yeah like i'm fine with that like i i 
don't have them for you, but I'm okay with that. Like that the heart wants what the heart wants. Mm. So it, like it's a it's it's not a a, a hint per se yeah. that he's by, but it, it 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 is at least confirmation that he's okay with those feelings. Mm. Um, and if he had them, he would be okay with them, right? Um, but yeah, again, there's just there's nothing there. There's uh, like I I for so so yes. badly wanted the show to just be like, you know what? This is this is gonna be a romantic relationship about the two g- 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 guys. Like I want that, right? They are um, they and, are and, the and best this whole match. Thing of, of like, why rely on technology to tell you who you mm. are interested in? Like, follow your your heart here, and what your heart has been saying all along is you two get yes. together, adopt <laughs> adopt a, a, a kid together. Right. You guys would be great. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted Cause, to cause talk at, about at least mm. at least in that case, like it's not Sun O being like you will only like me, like. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff it, it's him it's him it's it's hey young being like hey i like you i want to take care yeah. of you like let me take care of you and it, he like that may read as submissive to a lot of people but i, I think that is also dominant in, in its own way right of, of, mm. of, of just like hey i am the one like let me do do this thing i, I am the one expressing this thing and putting myself out there um, yeah which is yeah, hard yeah. to do a, a, mm. a, a, a lot you, you, yeah, 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 i know and then to, to have sun oh accept that is maybe the submissive role in that case of mm-hmm. just like okay i'll sit back <laughs> and just like let you take care of me you know yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, and and Sun, uh, the show does show that Sun O does things for for High Young sometimes too. Like there's this like bridge that they like to walk and go up to, and it has mm-hmm. like these you know like big architectural like blocks on it. And like apparently when they were kids, they'd like scramble up there and like <laughs> look how high we are. And like it is Sun O hopping up there and is like here, you know, grab my hand. I'll pull you up here. I won't let you fall. Like there's. You know, they're not necessarily on each other's level, but like Sun O is trying a lot of the time to like be a good, but he recognizes Hyung is so valuable to him. Uh Yeah. (laughs) And he doesn't always do the best job of trying to reciprocate and like check in and make sure he's doing as much for his friend as his friend is doing for him. But I like that he was aware. This is my best friend. I am fully aware of that. Uh, I respect him. And if I like the same girl that he likes, we're, we're not going to fight about it. We're going to leave it in the girl's hands, which one of us she likes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, his parents I've been wanting to get to because this isn't as intense as Jojo's situation. But his dad is like running for some local office and like wants the the image of like we have a, a happy a stable family. Please vote me for Congress or whatever the, the, it is. The that he's future up Korea to. party or yeah. whatever it is. I yeah. couldn't tell if they were more liberal or conservative because he, he makes a remark in in uh, at at the start when you see him on there. He's like, "I will explain conservative." value or he says something along those lines but it's it like i couldn't tell if it was like 
I'm going to explain them because that's where my party is or I'm going to explain them and why they're bad and like why you should vote for me against them. And, you know, but still, it was just yeah. like, yeah, they, they want this perfect family. Yeah, they don't. The father is absent most of the time. Yeah, we really do not spend a lot of time with him, but he's yeah. he's just the first one that we see. And then we go home to his mom and his mom is an actress and mm-hmm. part of real, the real famous. Part of the, yeah. Part of the narrative I wish they'd done a little bit more with is that she's written this autobiography that's like being published now. And like there's stories about Sun O as a child in there. And I thought that would have been yeah. interesting if like more kids from school picked up this book and like found Got out things him. about Sun O. Yeah. Like teased him or read it. And they're like, I feel like I really know Sun O now. So I can, <laughs> let me try and flirt with him. You know, I really understand him. He should date me. So there's not as much with that. But his mom is obsessed with looking beautiful and looking young. There's a scene where, like, I think Sano goes to, like, uh, I don't know, like, check on her. Like, he goes to see her, but she's fallen asleep. And, like, she sleeps in a corset all the time. She's completely obsessed with how she looks, and she wants him to be perfect. Like, I think she, there's a point where she criticizes, like, his diet or how he's he's sleeping or how he's exercising yeah. or something early on where she's like, you need to look good. Or like he gets in a fight at school and she's like, well, as long as they don't touch your face, <laughs> your perfect model face, face is the you money need maker. to make money off of. And we see a flashback to when she's to when, you know, Sana was like four or five and she's on the phone with this director of like, no, I can play that role. No. Yeah, I can get prepared. I get as soon as you want me, I can be there. And like, uh, son, who's like, mom, mom, look, I learned to count to 12. Mom, listen, I can do it. And she's, we see her, she's pouring some sort of a powder into a drink and it, we don't know, but it seems like it's, um, it, it, it seems like she's mixing alcohol with maybe some medicine. It seems something. like it's a sedative, like it's some sort yeah. of a drug to kind of take the edge off for her and her son's bothering her. And she just like tears this little packet open and pours the powder in his juice. Like here, honey, drink this. And the mom will talk to you later. And did, so did did you read that as juice that he he was? Oh, about I, oh I, I, don't, I didn't pay attention to what the beverage was. The the power, the drug powder was the important part. That that was the main part. I I was wondering because I didn't see her pour a second cup or him bring oh. one. So I I think just in her negligence and drunken medicated self was just like here drink this and it was the rest of her alcohol with a second packet of oh, whatever. Oh, maybe it was the same glass that that was in, and that's why. Hey, young comes running up because he's he's uh, he's back there like watching. Yeah, he's this been all. playing and like he sees her come in. He kind of ducks down like yeah, I can. Yeah, she's he, he probably knows in it, a, like it's basically poison for so- someone who's as small as you. So he yeah. comes and he knocks he knocks it right. out. It's like don't drink, and he still gets sick from yeah. that like one one sip, which is then yeah. where we get this the 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 the, the, the scene of like hey. I'm going to take care of you. I'm on y- your side. Like I'm I'll eat with you at yeah. every meal. All of that, 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 all of the, that stuff. And it's just like, oh, it's so sweet. Like he's yeah. he's looking after him. He really loves him. He does. You know? And it's, it's but the Sano's mom, like, seems like she resents her son for like interrupting her life at this high her point career, of her career, yeah. the high point of her beauty and vitality. She's like, it, 
doing this drug and we don't know what it is. We don't know if it's illegal or prescription. It's weird that it's like a drink mix powder. It's like a little powder packet, like a crystal light that she rips open and like pours in her drink. So I don't know what it is. Different type of crystal light, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Like she's doing that to like sedate herself. And it seems like she's so dismissive of her son that she's like, I want to sedate you too. Here, drink this. Just get out of my way. Get out of my hair. I don't want to see you around. Mm-hmm. And I think like somebody refers to later about his mom like almost killed him. And I don't think like she was intending to do anything that she wasn't intending to hurt yeah. him. She's just like, if you could just be catatonic for a couple hours and not bother me. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like his and like his parents talk about it, like they sent him away to America because like he was being a slacker. And like that's one of the reasons why Jojo breaks up with him. Like uh, Young's trying to sneak her into the mansion so that she can see Sano after this moped accident. And like they're like hiding in the garage as the parents come home from some you know, public event Which like they, promoting they, the dad's they political totally career. They totally got caught. Let's be honest, that scene, the car mm. was right behind them. They were yeah. like not even ducked dead down behind the thing when the car was in. I was like, there's no way. There's no way they didn't see them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there are there's many instances of like some, you should see somebody in your peripheral vision and you oh, don't yeah. like to find out later that Django took those pictures of Jojo and Sano kissing in the alley. And I'm like, nobody saw her. <laughs> Okay, but nobody heard her like walking by on the crunchy leaves that are everywhere. And like they don't even tell us the audience like there's no hint that she was there when we first see that scene. But later, like we see her perspective of it. And it's like you were close enough that we should have seen or heard something the first time the narrative showed us this scene. Yep. (laughs) Why didn't you give us a clue about this? Why is this just coming out of nowhere? Anyway, but yeah, like she, uh, Jojo overhears Sano's parents being like, he's distracted by that girl. You know, he's not being a good student. You know, he's not being successful. We'll we'll just send him away to boarding school in America again if he keeps slacking off like this. And there's also, you know, like there's a, his mom's promoting this book and some magazine or somebody is like coming to their house to like do an interview and a photo shoot. And he's like completely disinterested, being really cold, really distant, like really dismissive of his parents. And they're like, okay, we're going to take a break. And his mom like chases him into his room and like yells at him. And yeah, he's, he has a bad family situation. It's not exactly as rough as Jojo's still rough though. Yeah. And you can tell like why, uh, why he's so kind of possessive of the things in his life that are important to him. Like you can tell that his parents are shallow people. Uh, Mm. (laughs) That, like, have not been good role models for him. Like, he does not. Again, it seems like Young has been his only friend his whole life. And Young is uh, the child of an in-house employee who lives in his same house, who's been devoted to him his entire life. It seems like this man is, like, no, no normal relationship in his life at all. And, like, yeah. when he gets a crush on his, this girl, has no idea what to do. No idea of, like, the proper way to behave at all. Yeah. Man, this this show is just a a, a roller coaster <laughs> ride of like what is going on, and yeah, we 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 still don't know exactly what happened with that mass yeah. grave. They they just found it. 
it it right. seemed like they like it was just a bunch of people who never had their love alarm just a bunch of lonely people that <laughs> like is like well the app is stupid it's ruining our lives so we're all gonna commit suicide and then that's just the end I of it i can't believe that this show is so fairly simple down to earth it's just about like a couple high school kids having crushes and like kissing and holding hands but then also the show includes uh 25 to 26 suicides right yeah <laughs> like the- the tonal shifts in this are yeah. wild. It's like some parts of the show are like so normal. So like, yes, this is exactly what I would have expected from like a teen romance drama. But then it's got all these wild swings peppered throughout it. Yeah. And I want to mention the one joke that I alluded to at the yes, beginning please. of the episode. My favorite character who like never really got a lot to do is Sun O's chauffeur. Like the family chauffeur and like assistant who's like the lightest character we get in the series, the closest we get to comic relief. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where Sano wants to take Jojo out for a date after school. And she's like, oh, no, I have to go work at that barbecue restaurant. And he's like, don't worry, I took care of that. And it cuts back and like High Young's going in for his shift at this restaurant, expecting to see Jojo there. But no, there's the chauffeur. There's Min Jae like working her job busing tables. Well, how this happened. Like well, apparently Sano's family has enough pull that he can go in to the restaurant's owner and be like, Jojo Kim is not working today. This man you've never he seen before, he's working her shift. Didn't Sun O <laughs> fire him? Cause he cause he cause when when Hey Young confronts him, he's like, why are you here? Like, why are you working here? He has this thing of like, I don't know why I'm working here. Like, God damn, like I hate this. Like he it's, he's he's it screams. seems like Sun O made him work there like this is the you know you work for me you assist my family this is what i want you to do i want you to work a four-hour shift at a barbecue restaurant he also mentions that he had a woman in the car that was not from the family so we don't know if he was just giving him a ride or giving her a ride no if you know what i mean son oh it seems like son oh is blackmailing him like you drive me around one time you picked up a pretty girl. I have this over you. If you don't want me to tell my parents that you picked up this strange woman in the car with me too, yeah. presumably, you have you, you have to go work at the barbecue restaurant. It's it's the closest thing to comedy that this show gets. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, but man. There's <laughs> just there's just so many wild twists and turns and things that like you could make the entire show about this side plot and it it would be yeah. a wonderful show. And, and right. And, like there's. But, but yeah, but there's, there's just a lot so of many potential of those. Sorry, <laughs> just one more thing. But like, yeah, there's so many of of those. And then, like we said. There's like there's almost nothing to the characters like they're they're Mm -hmm. so flat and there's just no details about them or it's just intentionally left vague that it's just like this whole thing is actually kind of a mess. Like it's just like, yeah, it's it's, it's a fun ride, but it's a mess. Yeah. It, it is messy. There's so many things introduced that seems like they could be big problems, but like don't pay off. Don't come back. Mm-hmm. The, we've got this whole storyline with Sano's mom. When we jump forward four years, she seems like just a mom. Like none of the 
character details about her earlier seem to still exist. How's her acting career? She seems like less pressuring to Sun O. Oh, yeah. exactly. Why? There's so oh, and I, another thing I wanted to come back to that I mentioned earlier as two, you know, not competing necessarily against each other in their own heads, but like the narrative is pitting them against each other. Mm-hmm. Sun O oh, and Hai Young. Hai Young is sweeter, more down to earth than Sun O. Oh. Sun O oh is more aloof, cool, detached. That's kind of where the, they're outside of that. They're similar enough like normally if you've got a love and tr- like a love triangle like this, the two guys are like opposites and they represent two alternate paths that like the girl's life could take where it's like, do I want to join this career or do I want to pursue this hobby? This guy and I have the same interests. We, you know, we love the same thing. Should I go with him or should I go with this? Guy? Like there's not super a ton of differences between the two of them one of them is a haughty model and the other one is like See, i disagree with that guy on a bicycle I, there are differences between them but there's not as much there as i feel like another that's teen fair. romance drama like this would put on there that's fair right yeah that's fair and like if you're an audience member right and you're like imagine you you're you're a teen like watching a teen drama you'd have like that's your favorite character that's the one you root for if you were in the situation this is the one you would pick and the characters are like uh blown out a little bit more to be like a type of guy like i want the bad boy i want the smart one i want the cutie i want the athlete yeah they're not that like you know i i imagined myself being like a you know like a 16 year old girl watching this and i'm like neither of them like are a type of guy that I would be like, that's the one I would want. Like they're both just sort of variations on love interest. Like they See, don't, neither say, of them have a ton going for them. I would say Sano is like the rich prick. Like he is the popular k- kid. He is, he is the one that everyone wants to be f- 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 friends with. However, weirdly in this show, almost, no one wants to be friends with him, but yes. Uh, also, also, like he's got all these girls that have a crush on him. There's no guys that are like, I want to be friends with Sun O. Sun O, do you want to play soccer with me? Right. Do you do you want to like get in my car? My dad just got me a car for my birthday. Do you want to go to the movies, Sun O? Right. It's like there's a no platonic guys friend hang. Being like, hey, if I'm friends with him, that'll raise my status, which means I yeah. can get a better girl. There's none of that but then i think yeah weird is the more down to earth like he is he is the Mm. calmer nicer sweet guy uh maybe a bit of a nerd but we don't like he he's 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 studious rather than nerdy yeah um whereas i think sun o is uptight he's selfish he's he's me he's he's stressed out obviously right like the entire time yeah yeah, like he's under a lot of pressure. Whether that's real or make believe, he's under a lot of pressure. Um, whereas I don't, I don't see that from Hey Young's character. So, you, like you, you described Sun Oh as like cool and detached. Like I, I don't read him as that at all. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I don't one, I don't see him as cool, e- e- even in in, I- in the in the like. Oh yeah, like he's 
cool. I would want to hang out with him. Like he 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 does seem. It, it, it's just it's it's how like selfish he is and and how mm. tense he is. That is like that is not yeah like, cool. People usually aren't that tense. <laughs> Right. I like I'm not saying like I think he's cool, except for like, you know, his haircut and his clothes, you know, but like to the other kids at school, he would be like, oh, that's the cool guy. (laughs) But again, we don't see this like they nobody wants to hang out with him like they've got there's so much missing like the show is like narrowed down to like these very core basic concepts, like these core basic characters and that, it, like, I appreciate their focus, I guess, but that leaves so much stuff that you're watching it. And as somebody who's seen, like, other high school dramas, you're like, where's the rest of this? Like, there's a lot of trappings of this that are noticeably absent. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do you have anything else that's, like, pressing that we need to talk about this? Or do you want to do last thoughts and stuff like that? <laughs> Ah, I don't. We we gotta end it here. Oh, I do. I want to mention the editing. Sure. Uh, I talked that I love the production values of this show. I'm not crazy about how it's written, uh, but I like. Like I said, all the performances are wonderful. You know, we were talking about how you know troubling Sun O is. That actor, I think, is doing a good job. And when he is happy about something and he smiles, his face truly lights up. Like you can feel, really feel, when he is truly, sincerely happy about something, and you know, really in in love with JoJo. Like those emotions really come across. JoJo, I love that actress's performance like everything's just so speaking of her, everything's uh her mm. name is uh in real life is kim so hyun um she mm-hmm. is like south korea's biggest star is is oh one of the, or I, I i guess i shouldn't say biggest star but like biggest up and coming actress she's mm. she was a child actor and has has been okay um, a, according to her wikipedia page she was uh nicknamed the nation's little sister and the queen of child oh. a- actors um oh wow she, yeah she's like she was like uh the let's see what, what does it say here the not and blah 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 um uh, she was listed as the youngest Korean star in the top 100 uh, Hallyu Stars Instagram accounts in 2015. Was awarded the 2018 Most Grown Account with 7.1 million followers at, at the age of... Uh, wow. Or, yeah. Uh, and then, like, at the age of 21, she became the youngest South Korean actress to have more than 10 million followers. So she is, like, <laughs> the draw for this show of, like... She's the yeah, one. I can see She's that. the big star. Yeah, and then, then everyone else seems like I, I, at least the two love interests. They they seem to be well known too, but uh, definitely nowhere near as big. Mm, okay. But I, yeah, huh. I, I thought she Lots was fantastic. Of... Yeah, so. yeah. Lots of good performances. Like I said, I love how the show looks there's a lot of beautiful backdrops like it's set during like fall so these beautiful colors you know there's snowfall it's great yeah i i mentioned that i i the music is very repetitive 
and the editing has a lot of these weird, unnecessary filters. that You can't tell what, if anything, they're supposed to mean. And there's so many flashbacks. The editing mm-hmm. is wild. Like characters will like have a flashback to something that happened five minutes ago and they'll have, they'll continue to have that flashback for the next three episodes <laughs> just to make sure the audience it's a, knows. It's an important moment. Remembers. You know? Over and over and over again. Yeah. And yeah, she won all kinds of awards. Look at that, man. Good, good for her. Yeah, good for her. In, indeed, I liked her a lot in this. So hopefully I'll see more of her down the road in some other shows. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Yeah. Uh, not for me. The 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 I, I don't like the whole romance aspect. I, I just bored to tears with that stuff. But. The yeah. show in and of itself has just so many wild things happening that I, I was not expecting. Uh, but it yeah. was at least in entertaining and enjoyable ride to just watch this thing happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it was a, a f- I wouldn't say the show itself is fun. It does not have a fun tone to it. But the amount of disparity within the show yeah, makes makes it a fun watch. Yeah. Like there's like we've been doing. There's a lot to like yell at. Just be like, what's that about? What happened to that? Where sensational. Did he go? It is sensational. <laughs> yeah, this would be an ideal thing to like throw on with your friends and like laugh at because there are enough bonkers moments and there's also enough like uh, slowed down kind of by the book teen romance drama scenes where it's like Uh hey you can just chatter over those absolutely yeah (laughs) and then in five minutes there'll be something else for you to yell about i agree yeah i i i enjoyed it at the end of the day for the most part but uh yeah i i I think what you said just like yeah watch this with some friends start drinking right and just like have have fun (laughs) and enjoy this um but yeah so We'll see. And again, I'm not sure how Mm -hmm. this stacks up to other K-dramas. Yeah. uh, Because I I don't, I haven't watched them. This is my first one. So who knows? And again, this is also like not, not typically what I picture when I picture a Mm -hmm. K-drama. This had much better production and stuff like that, but we've all explained that stuff. So there you go. There you go, indeed. Uh, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Recommendations? This is going to be a tough one <laughs> for me because I, I don't know any of like, well, romance stuff and go on. Uh, <laughs> Something this reminded me of is our beloved Lost ah. because two of the characters within Lost are a South Korean couple. And Lost is a show with a lot of flashbacks that fill out these people's lives before they got deserted on this island. And it's we follow their tumultuous relationship and how he's from a poor family. She's from a rich family with like criminal ties. But it, it's and, and her husband, like in order to be her husband, in order to like get enough status that her dad will let her get married to him. He has to work for the dad. He gets involved in this criminal underground. He's trying to escape. He has to be so distant from her, but he does still love her. 
that's a, a very compelling romance. It's one of the strongest aspects of that show, I think. So, yeah, Lost is like 8% a K-drama sometimes <laughs> if you just follow Sun and Jin's storyline. <laughs> Check that out. Uh, I, I'm not really big into teen romance dramas, <clears throat> but there's a show I did watch in high school uh, that had some elements of that. Do you remember the show Kyle XY? Of course I do. My name is Kyle. Because your name's I get in all it. of the jokes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do have a belly button. Okay, just putting that out there. No need to this ask. was a show on ABC Family back in the day about a, a clone boy, like a boy, that, a teenage boy clone that escapes boy, from like clone a clone boy. lab. Yeah. Yeah, and like so, we he doesn't have a belly button. He has no idea what life is, and he gets adopted into this family. And it's about him, uh, you know, like he falls in love, and like the uh, the brother and sister in the family, they have their own separate love interests. Uh, so it's got that romance drama, but also it has a lot of strong friendships in it, which is something like um, Love Alarm had Sano and High Young which is maybe the best relationship in the show, but there were like no other really compelling friendship angles going on. This show had a lot of them. Like, you know, Kyle XY, uh, XY is not his last name. Nobody in the show calls him Kyle XY. Hey there, like XY. him and the brother of the family, it, like, <laughs> like watching him like really become like a sibling and like a really good friend, you know, to the kids in this family yeah. who adopts them. It's sweet. I have not seen this since it was on when I was like 16, 17 years old, I've been meaning to go back to it and like eh, just sort of check it out or at least read a good Wikipedia synopsis of like, what were the rest of the seasons of this? Cause I never sure. finished it. And of course it's got like the sci-fi angle of like who has been cloning him. And then in the second season, there's like a girl clone played by Jamie Alexander, mm. uh, lady Sif from the Thor movies. Okay. <laughs> I believe this might've been her first project. There you go, yeah. There you go. So there's also a sci-fi mythology element if you're excited about that go good stuff i got two recommendations actually mm. uh that i thought of while you were talking uh first one riverdale go watch <laughs> yeah, riverdale yeah it's it's like the exact same thing where it's like teen romance drama but this show just takes it in a wild direction there's murder mysteries there's secret cults there's uh like biker gangs and stuff like that. it's just it's wild and there's so so much stuff to, to just be like they're doing what now <laughs> now uh -huh. now it's a football show now it's a boxing show. Now there's now like a, a cursed D and D game. Yeah. <laughs> now it's all about Dungeons and Dragons. What is going on in this show? It's wild, and they all have crazy mm -hmm. backstories and stuff like that. It's great. I mm -hmm. think if you like this show, go watch Riverdale, uh, which I happen to really like. Riverdale. It's hot garbage. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, but that's why it's fun. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Riverdale uh, seems like a show unto itself. <laughs> Riverdale it, is its own genre. It really is. It really is. Uh, if you want something else that is Korean, though, uh, there is a movie. It's a mystery thriller, so it's not romance stuff. But I'm recommending this because of how wild uh, this m movie is. I keep mentioning that word wild. Um, 
This is yeah. one. This is a movie I checked out because it had an actor uh, from Bad Guys Vile City season one. Uh, and I really liked his performance in that. And then I got I, I saw I saw I saw this. And I was like, oh, it's the same actor. Uh, so I checked it out. It's called Forgotten. And Melissa, okay. when I watched this, I mentioned this movie to you on the captain's log because this movie goes places. You think it's one thing mm. and then it changes to something else and then it changes to something else. And it's just like, how does this one movie have like three distinct genres like <laughs> in like beginning, middle and end? <laughs> um, and. This is about a family that moves into a new house to together, and one of the brothers, there's there's two brothers, has to take a bunch of medication to like live normally and and function within within society and stuff, and the the family kind of takes care of him, but especially the older brother. And then one night, the older brother goes venturing out of the house and the younger brother notices him and starts to follow him. And he sees his brother be abducted um, and he d doesn't really know what to do. He goes back to his home and they can't find him for 20 days. And the, like, mm. the police can't find him. No one knows like all of the, 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 that all of excuse me, all of that stuff uh 20 days after his brother returns but the younger brother starts noticing things are off to the point mm -hmm. where he's wondering i don't think you're the same person like i think you're someone Ooh. else um and so yeah it's this like a mystery thriller but it yeah it the, like at times it's like a horror movie at times it's like a straight up crime movie at times it's like a mystery thriller sci-fi th i think uh, uh but but yeah it's just like how do they fit all of this in one movie and it's it's kind of a mess but it it like that's what we said with this show right like there's just so much happening it's just like what is going on so there you go. That's that's what I would re recommend. Uh, it's called Forgotten. I believe it's on Netflix. Okay. So, so you guys can go okay. ch check it out there. But yeah. All right, Melissa. It is your turn to do some of these pitches for next week. It's pitch time. What do you I got have for me? Three, I have three comic books about black superheroes. I wanted to do nice. something to recognize Black History Month, and I'm like, well, we love superheroes. We can always talk about those. And there's a lot of them that I've been wanting to get to know better. Sure. You know, I've seen people in movies, and I want to dive it, read at least some of their comic history and learn about their, their lives there. Okay. So I went on a Comicsology Unlimited. They had conveniently a whole section sure for black superheroes. Great for me. So I went through that. I did have a little trouble finding things that were on Unlimited. So I have, uh, out of my three pitches, I think only one of them is entirely on Unlimited. Okay. The other That's ones, cool. it's like the first volume's free, and we'd have to pay for the second volume. You know, I think one's $6 and one's 9 Cool. So not a huge investment. Okay. Vol uh, option one, this is <clears throat> a hero I've been wanting to learn more about for a long time, because I've heard very little about his comics history, and that's Blade. Ah, Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is uh, Blade Volume 1, Undead Again. This was published in 2014 by Mark Guggenheim, Howard Chaikin, and Marco Zerjevic. Tried my best there. And uh, the description for this just says, okay, thank you. The, uh, the description for this just says a never before seen loom into Blade's mysterious past featuring Spider-Man, Dracula, Doctor Doom, Wolverine and Santa Claus. OK, <laughs> that's all it says. So there's that volume unlimited. And then there's a second volume available for us to read. That would be about nine dollars. Sure. Yeah. And then option two, this one does have the first two volumes unlimited. This is some Miles Morales Spider-Man. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I've never read anything about him before. And this one is a 2019 series. This is volume one is titled Straight Out of Brooklyn. Uh, the comic's just named Miles Morales. It's not named Spider-Man. Uh, the artists and authors listed here are Saladin Ahmed, Javier Garon, and Brian Stelfries. Yeah. And the description for this one is Miles Morales swings back into the spotlight when the rampaging rhino and a cadre of mysterious criminals start plaguing Brooklyn. Things take a dark turn for the young Spider-Man. What mystery lurks under the surface of this newest villainous uprising? Why does the rhino have minions? Who is the new antagonist who may just become Miles' most dangerous foe? Maybe Captain America has the answers. <laughs> Get to meet a lot of other characters in this. Uh, then get ready for Miles Morales' day off. Vice Principal Dretcher is determined to figure out the reason for his students' tardiness and absences. So Miles, Judge, and Barbara must stay one step ahead by playing hooky while our hero tries to keep his secrets safe from all of them. Plus, the quiet but deadly tombstone. And introducing Starling. Is she friend or foe? And is she single? <laughs> so this is really highlighting the number of other heroes and villains we get to spend time yeah. with in addition to miles yeah it's a great <clears throat> and series nice pitch number three uh time to get back into the valiant universe maybe oh okay i found a valiant comic this is a hero named livewire yeah uh, livewire and Live this Wire's is uh great. again i like her a lot volume one free uh second volume i think is about uh five or six dollars uh, for the first time, Livewire takes center stage. Accomplice, mentor, savior, and now enemy of the state. Seeking to protect other vulnerable, superpowered psyots like herself, Livewire plunged the United States into a nationwide blackout causing untold devastation. Will the, with the whole world hunting her, what kind of hero will Livewire be? Or will she be one at all? I'm not familiar with this hero as uh, we've we've read... I think two valiant titles. We read Quantum and Woody, and we read the death-defying Dr. Mirage. Uh -huh. Really like both of them. They know they've got uh, more superheroes beyond that. <laughs> so this is one yeah. of them who I haven't encountered before. And I don't know how she might connect back to those other titles, but slowly I may piece together uh, a bit more of the valiant universe. There you go. Uh, so we could read Blade, uh, Miles Morales, or Livewire. That's just some good picks. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, while you decide something else I wanted to tell you okay I didn't know Spawn was black 
until I saw him in the list of black comic book superhero titles. Because I've never, I realized I don't know a thing about Spawn. I know what he looks like, which is this like full body costume with his mask. He looks kind of like Venom. Had no idea who the man was under there. (laughs) So it was a surprise to me. I almost pitched Spawn just to learn about him, but I flipped through it and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if this is for me. Not yeah, a Melissa book. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. But yeah. But like uh, the the couple minutes I split fl- flipping through it, I'm like, it's good to learn about Spawn at least this much. I know like a bit more about Spawn than I did yesterday, and that's valuable. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, I'm gonna go with Livewire. I, okay. I think that one will be wonderful because yeah, I I'm always a fan of doing some of Valiant co- co- comics on here because I, I I know a lot of p- people don't, aren't as familiar with them, but they have mm-hmm. some great stuff. Um, Livewire is a psyot, which you you read that that word, which I'm sure means absolutely nothing to you right now. I can imagine what it might be. The psyots are basically the X Men of the Valiant okay. universe. Um. Or the mutants, I should say. Okay. Rather than the X-Men. So there there you go. She's one of them. She controls electricity and technology, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But yeah, I I like her character quite a bit. So good stuff. Let's do that. So volumes one and two of Livewire. Yeah, volume one is unlimited. Volume two, like I said, would be five or six dollars. Sure. Yeah, that sounds okay. wonderful to me. Let's do that for this next week. Uh, and then I believe the week after that is... Back to Halt do? and Catch Fire. Back to Halt and Catch Fire. For the end of the month special. Time cool. to begin again and catch more fire. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah, so that's what we'll do this next week. Live Wire Volumes 1 and 2. Uh, once again, like Melissa said, volume one is on Comixology Unlimited. You guys can read that there and pick up the second volume uh, for real cheap, it sounds like. So, yeah, there you go. Um, Melissa, where can they find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and Jams talk about weird old kids shows you think you only you remember but surprise the wilkinsons do too there you go you guys can find me at yo kyle springer on twitter and instagram if you guys want to stay up to date with our shows we are at the whatnots on twitter so go like share subscribe do all of that stuff you guys know the deal with that uh but with that this has been episode 144 of the whatnots review show we will see you all next week Bye. Bye.